Let's just share this yellow. Let's talk a little bit about Shkodesh Elul. If you look to see the Anhogos of Klai Yisrael and Elul, we'll see that there's two separate goals we're working towards in Elul, two separate ideas that make up the avoid of the month. They're both different. And they both have a different avoider. And because they both happen at the same time of year, in the same month, so they overlap each other. And once we see the two different end points of what the Chodesh, the avoider of Chodesh Elul is meant to be, then we can look at each minag there is an Elul and put it into two different categories. What is coming to achieve? So the first, we know there's a regular din that Shloshim Yayim Kodem Machag. Shloshim Yayim Machag is the din of being misasik in the din of the Chag. Just like it's brought in Hilchus Pesach, it's brought in other places also. And if that's the case, Aleph to Rosh Chodesh, Aleph to Rosh before Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, there's a din of being misasek in the dinim of the Chag 30 years before. That's a good question. It's the Moshe Tikkun of Yisrael. The Shachalach Narachayim in the beginning of his uh, he brings it in. And there's a shayla. What is the takana of Moshe Rabbeinu, which is like a, a very early Durabanan, or the, he learns from a pasuk that that Moshe is married to Moshe Rabbeinu Yisrael, teaches him each moed bezmana, which case would be a din of a deraisa. Now, in that case, this, we see that the pasuk can bring there. This doesn't just apply to halacha. Now, it's thirty days before Pesach, which means Oisik Melchasachag, halachas of Pesach. It doesn't just apply to the halacha. If there's a, something which the chag is mechayev, then that chiyuv begins 30 days before. And once again, we'll go back to Pesach to give the halachic dogma of this. The halacha is if a person leaves his home more than 30 days before Yom Tov, he's not going to be there. He's not going to be there. He does the dogma by Yeroi. So he can battle the chomets wherever he is. That's good enough. But if a person is only leaving his home within 30 days before Pesach, even though he's not intending to be there for Pesach, like everybody goes to America for Pesach, so they're leaving after Purim, preferably, and now they're not intending to be to be in Israel for Pesach. They're in the Chiyuv Why? Because the Chiyuvim of a Chag applied 30 days before, and therefore since it's now within 30 days of Pesach, it's already a Chiyuv That's the Gemara. of Zayin Rad brings the din of the Gemara. If that's the case, say the Pesachim, that the first din in Elul is after Shchodesh Elul is 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. And if that's the case, whatever Rosh Hashanah is mechayiv in halacha, a person has to start preparing for that 30 days before. And if Rosh Hashanah is mechayiv in halacha, is as Yem Adin, then the time when a person is mechayiv to start preparing for Yem Adin is 30 days before. So it's not just you have to start doing Hilchah Shefer or Hilchah, uh, whatever the, the Tfilah of Rosh Hashanah is. There's a din of preparing for the Chag 30 days before. So that's one din. One din in Elul is the gather of Lamed Yom Kodem Mechag, and therefore, what's, what's necessary as preparation for the Chag, we need to do. And what exactly does that mechaev us? That we have to still see, why, why, in what way does the fact that Rosh Hashanah is in a man's time mechaev how, how we act now? That's one din in Elul. There's a second din in Elul also, and that's what the Torah brings in the beginning of Semitav Kofayalif, Rechaim, when he talks about the din of Elul. And the Torah brings over there the Pekid Rebliyazah. And the Pekid Rebliyazah says that Rosh Chodesh Elul, in the original year, in the Midbar, after the Egel Azov, and after Moshe had been on the mountain for 40 days to try and get HaKadosh Baruch to forgive Klai Yisrael, 
So Rosh Chodesh Adol Moshe goes back to the mountain for 40 days to receive the second Luchas. And that process begins on Rosh Chodesh Adol and it ends in Yom Kippur. And therefore, there's a process which starts from Rosh Chodesh Adol until Yom Kippur. And the result of the process is, what begins now, b- results in the Kabbalah Satara a second time or results in the Kabbalah we get to Yom Kippur. And it's the second in Adol. It begins, it's, it's, a be- it's the beginning of a 30-day period until Rosh Hashanah. It's the beginning of a 40-day period until Yom Kippur. They're two different dinim. And they have two different, they have two different results. The, the preparation for Rosh Hashanah and the preparation for Yom Kippur are two separate ideas. And therefore, the, if a person is looking to prepare properly in Elul, it's ready for two different results. The one is copy the dinner of Rosh Hashanah. What's Mechaev, what is it Mechaev us now, 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, what we need to do in order to prepare for Rosh Hashanah? The second thing, there's a 40-day process in Tulim Kippur, and therefore we have to start already now with an eye towards Yom Kippur. Just like Moshe Rabbeinu took 40 days to bring down the Luch Hashniyas, the process began with Chodesh Adol and ended in Yom Kippur. So I mean, we also have the same kind of a halacha that we have a process beginning on Rosh Chodesh Adol, which is meant to bring us eventually to, to Yom Kippur. So which of the Dinim of Adol fall into each of these two categories? Right, why, why he holds 40 days? Why does it take an extra 10 days? So that's Taka Bhutan Halacha. The dinim of Sukkot, which apply from Tesla for Vandal. Yom Kippur can be rare since we already have 40 days. We have to make a new dinner of 30 days. Okay, so that's uh, what, what are the dinim of each one? And to, in order to decide which of the Mirhagam of Elo fit into each of these two categories, we first have to explain what's the preparation which is necessary for your Shoshana and what's the preparation which is necessary for Yom Kippur. It says Lachim Kippur first because we have a first Shoshanim. Rebbein Yenah. Rebbein Yenah brings, uh, in the end of Shavashit Shavit he brings the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Kibayayim hazeh yichafer aleichem mitar yishchem mekolachach yitzeichem lifnei Hashem titar. And the way Rebbein Yenah interprets the Pasuk is like this. Kibayayim hazeh yichafer aleichem mitar yishchem. On this day, Chodesh Baruch is willing to give you kapar. And therefore, He says it's a chiyav on the person to mitar himself from all his chathay. V'lachayin lashem anyayna, chayev adam lahayr esrochay k'bay lashem v'chavav yam ha-kipur. The Torah isn't just giving you a, a, a piece of information or a guarantee. The Torah is saying two things. The Torah is saying on the one hand that your kippur is a day which the person Hashem is prepared to give kapar. K'bayayim hazeh yichafar leich mitar yishchem. And that comes with a chiyav. Since your kippur is a day, which a person is mechuyev, uh, Hashem is willing to give a person forgiveness, a person, uh, Hashem is willing to give a person shiva, therefore, that is a chiyuv on you. From all your averes, you have a chiyuv to be nita. You have a chiyuv to become tahar from those averes. Why is that mechayvus? Why is that mechayvus? Because the Kodesh Baruch Hu is willing to give kapara. So that's mechayvus to do shiva. So Rabbi himself explains, and says, yes, it's uh, because the, if in a normal course of events, it's a chiyav to the tshuva. And even though he said himself that not to push off the opportunity to the tshuva is not a good thing. It just causes a person to make more mistakes. But when there's a time when HaKadosh Baruch is willing to give a person tshuva, and the person doesn't take the opportunity, he says, I don't care. So then that's already a merida. That, that makes that very much worse. Because it's not just the fact that, okay, I didn't get around to it, I'll do it some other time. 
Adarabi, you give an opportunity. The Kira Kodesh Baruch is coming to offer the option to the Chiva, and a person doesn't want it, so then that becomes a Kira showing I don't need the Chiva, I don't want the Chiva. If you want to marshal for this, there's a famous Gemara that's always brought in Yemen. The Gemara talks about a certain butcher which had a her who was disrespectful to Rav. And an Arabian Kippur, the Gemara says Rav went to the butcher so that the butcher would have an opportunity to ask him the Chiva. And one of the other Amorai met Rav on the way. He says, Rav, where are you going? Erev Kippur, it's a busy day. Where are you going? I'm going to this butcher. What, the one who offended you? Yeah, that's the one. Why are you going to him? So uh, Rav says, in order to give him a chance, ask Mechil. So the Amorai says, Ozla Rav Lechtol Gavra. Rav's going to kill somebody. What happened? Rav goes to this, the store of this butcher. The butcher says, I don't want to see you. Get out of here. What happened was he was using his, uh, like his knife to cut the meat. The Gemara says, uh, he hits a bone, it's a ricochet that hit him in the head and he died. What did, why did he die? So he, on, on the Gemara, the Mashor says, exactly the suicide. Until he doesn't come to Rav to ask Mechira, it's not for sad. You find something to ask Mechira. But now when Rav goes specially to Kira, be available for you to ask Mechira, I don't care about it. So that's worse. Which what the other Amor understood as well. He said, you're going to get him to ask Mechira, but on the other hand, if he doesn't, you're making his life very worse. And in, in, to extent, but it must bring down that Yom Kippur uh, is coming in a similar sense. Mitzalech HaKadosh Baruch is coming to give a person a chance to ask Mechila, to get Kapara. But if a person doesn't do that, it makes that very so much worse. Because you had the opportunity. You had the opportunity. HaKadosh Baruch came to offer you the chance. It's, it's so unimportant to you, you don't even take it. Or you so, care so little about Nevera that even when Hashem is giving it the opportunity to you don't take it. And therefore, you, because there's an option called Yom Kippur, which Hashem is coming to offer a person the chance to get Kapara, that's Mechai of a person to do it. And therefore it becomes an extra chiv. There's always a chiv to the But if Nei Hashem Titaru is an extra chiv, that when a person has, comes to Yom Kippur, he has to chiv. Except, and this is Rabbi Yen, as you said, and that is just to wake up on Yom Kippur morning and say, okay, today's day to the chiv. It doesn't work so well. It doesn't work so well for two reasons. Number one, because Yom Kippur isn't a regular day. It has, it's a different kind of a day. The person's in a different place. And therefore to... To think back to what happens on a normal day-to-day basis and what are the mistakes the person's making, in Kippur, it's not, it's not living the, his regular day-to-day life. And therefore, the Chiyav of Rabbi Yenu talks about is that before Yom Kippur, a person has to prepare himself before Yom Kippur to the Yom Kippur because then he can take stock of what he's doing. Then he can look to see what am I doing every day, how do I run my life, what are the mistakes that I'm making, and then with that knowledge already, I can now think of how am I going to change. And therefore, I come to Yom Kippur with a plan for Shiva. That's something I started with Yom Kippur. That's the process which has to start before him. And therefore, when Rabbi Yenis says that there's a chiyuv that a person has before Yom Kippur to prepare himself for Yom Kippur, it's true, Rabbi Yenis talking about the same Shiva there, but he's talking the same idea. Whether you made Shiva, whether you made Shiva, the same idea. And that is, Shiva needs preparation. A person knows, has to think before him, what am I doing wrong? And how, much, how do I think I'm going to correct it? And then I can come to Akash Baruch with a plan. This is what the problem was. This is what I intend to do about it. I'm going to try I'm going to try harder. That needs work before Yom Kippur. That's the process of Yom Kippur. That when we're preparing so that when we get to Yom Kippur, we'll be able to do job. Why does that take 40 days? Why does that take 40 days? So there's a sefer called Mesilin Aleh, Mesilin Shishari. And uh, he says... Something which he says he got from the Kabbalah. 
I don't know, I don't know Darius are saying this, but can you read the Bible before you say that you start? And that is, anything that a person does 40 times is already a Kenyan by him. Anything a person's done 40 times, Kilo he's already acquired it. It becomes something which is which he's got a connection to. If one had to look for a smach for that in the Bavli, we find it. A number of times, the Gemara talks about the number who didn't know a certain halacha. And when he was talk, taught the halacha, Chaza lavar boim zimni. It's a Gemara about Ravashin, if he plays a Gemara about He went over it 40 times. Why 40? So can you read? After 40 times, it was Dami Kamanda Murach Bakisi. Once you've gone over something 40 times, it's clearly you've acquired it. And he says, therefore, the same thing, not just in what a person remembers, <coughs> but to get used to an action that a person's now acquired that is part of his way of doing something 40 times. And therefore, if a person wants to in- implement changes, which by Yom Kippur you can say, I've worked on what I can change, or I can, I've, I've tried to do just something different, it takes 40 days. And therefore, from Rishchodesh Elul to Yom Kippur is a 40 day process. It's a process of of Chiva. But the underlying point is, maybe this is a double question for some of us, maybe for some of us this is a big Chiddush. But it should be a double question. It's not enough Chiva just to say I'm sorry. That's one aspect of Chiva, it's called Vidu. And even according to Ravin, it's not even Vidu. It's only half of Vidu. Just to say I'm sorry isn't Chiva. Chiva has to be also, I know what I've done wrong, and I have an idea of how I'm going to correct it. Or at least get a bit better. That's all part of Chiva. When the Raman talks about the mitzvah of Vidu, in the beginning of Tichos Chiva in Perek Aleph, he says, Vidu is, Hashem, this is what I did wrong, and I'm and, and I'm not going to do it again. I have a plan. I'm not going to do this again. And therefore, to start Chiva on Yom Kippur is too late. A person getting Yom Kippur is feel bad. Say, I'm sorry what I did wrong. But more than that, to be able to think of what's the solution? How am I going to fix this? Have I tried to make steps to fix it? Which is also a part of Chiva that a person stood before it. And therefore, the first part of Elul is preparation for children. Preparation for young people. Not different to what Klai Yishol had to do in the Midbar when Moesh was on the mountain for 40 days. Why did it take 40 days? Think about it. The first time to learn the Torah, said it took 40 days. Could be. It would take us much longer. The second time to convince the Kodesh Baruch not to destroy Klai Yishol, that, that took 40 days too. But the third time was to get the second Luchas. The Chayra Moshe hadn't forgotten everything he learned. Why did it take 40 days? Why did it take a third 40 days to get the Luchas again? It wasn't like Hashem to reteach him the Torah. So what was the point of another 40 days? And the Mashmalas of the Pirkei Rebeliezer, where the Torah is coming from, it wasn't for Moshe, it was for Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael had to show that they wanted the Torah for 40 days. And therefore, they, kept, they, went, they, they had to show that they were for 40 days, that they felt bad about the egg and they wanted the Torah for them to get the Torah. It's a big Kiddush. It's not that Moshe doesn't do the Torah. The Torah is really sure. A person can always learn more Torah. But it wasn't there for Moshe. Moshe had already learned the Torah the first time around. It was there for Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael had to show, and therefore the tour carries on. And so that was the minak to blow Shefa, to remind everybody that Moshe went up to the mountain. We have to prepare to get the second Torah. Klai Yisrael needed that 40-day preparation in order to be zechot to the Chashnis. We see the same idea. It wasn't just the children. They felt bad. We'll try harder next time. We want to show it's something that we've developed inside ourselves, it takes 40 days. That's the first Kiddush. And therefore, the first, the first aspect of Elul is towards Yom Kippur. Towards Yom Kippur. We have the opportunity now, in 40 days, time Ezra Hashem, to be given Kapara. It's offered to us. We want to maximize the opportunity to get Kapara. If that's the case, 
and then we have to start in enough time when we can show HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we've done a proper tshuva. At least we're doing a proper tshuva. And we made it, then we can be zeicha to a high level of kapara. And this is going to digress two seconds. Now, Bishos Lantarat, more than once, now Yisrael, he says, all the effort a person puts into Elul is worth it if the level of tshuva he does in Yom Kippur is one mash of a better. A one mash of a better tshuva in Yom Kippur, it's worth all over this Elul. Why? He says, because we don't understand how serious every single darga of what a person does wrong is. And therefore, if even the smallest level higher, a person gets a higher level of tshuva, or even that one more avari that a person gets the proper tshuva for, it's worth the whole of Eretz Elul just for that. A mash of Yom Kippur is worth entire Elul. It's Lashon of Rabbi Shra. We should start now. I know that it's brought in the Hasidic Shasparim, but it's never, that's a nice part. It's a very unusual, strange Gemara in Brachas, in the Ches. The Gemara says there, ari isha. A person should rather walk after a lion, not after a lady. It's better to walk behind the lady, not behind the shul where people are diving. It's pshat in the Gemara, is that the ari isn't an avera. Is, and Kedir, walking behind the show where people are davening and not being with Starif is even bigger of it. So that's the Pashas, what the Gemara wants. But the Chassid Shepard brings down, that's talking about the Sisot. We know that the Mazel of Chodesh Av is the Ari. And therefore the best thing is the Chari Ari. Starting Chav at the end of Av. After the Ari, that's the best time. Because the Mazel of Elul is the Basula. So don't wait until the end of the Basula, the end of Elul to do Chav. So rather start the Chari Ari. But even Elul something. It's a Shoshana, everyone comes to Daven. Don't start Shavuot later after Shoshana, that's even worse. Okay, it's a Chassin Shavuot, but that you say it's true. Let's start now. That's the one thing. If you want a full, a full, so to speak, 40 days for, for Yom Kippur, yesterday is the day to start. That's the one, that's the one aspect of, of Elul. And that's the part of Elul which is negated to Ching Shavuot. Doing tshuva in the sense of what we're going to do better. You can do tshuva on Shabbos. Say? Well, on which, on which, what kind of vidri? And if we say vidri on Shabbos, tachri we don't say on Shabbos. The vidri is part of tachri we don't say on Shabbos. Vidri is vidri, which is tachri we We can say vidri on Shabbos. Okay, so that's the that's the one the one aspect of Elul. The second aspect of Elul is preparing for Rosh Hashanah. And what's the right way to bring for Shon? So what, what preparation is needed? See here again, we have Pekid Rebbe And Pekid Rebbe which is brought in the Torah in later on, when he talks about the dinner of Rosh Hashanah, and then the Pekid Rebbe says, Benog Shabba'ilam. Benog Shabba'ilam. When a person is going to say, is being put on trial, and it's not just a trial for money, it's a capital trial. And if a person knows, he doesn't know what's going to be the outcome of the court case, but he could get killed. So how's a person going to work towards the trial? How's he going to be feeling the days before it? Benog Shabbatim says the Pekta Rebbe A person that's going to put on trial, he's lava shcharim, musatav shcharim. He doesn't want to eat, he can't sleep at night. A person's very scared. He's definitely not going to spend his mind, time thinking about other things. Adabe, he knows that there's a court case awaiting him. That he doesn't know what the results are going to be. That's what's going to take up his mind. He's not going to be able to do anything else. Ve'ilu k'tal Yisrael. We come to Rosh Hashanah knowing that there's a Yamadin and people get killed. People, Nigzad and and great people too. And just this last year, we've, how many Gedolim did we lose in one year? Chanukah, Yesu, Zechariah, and then 
after the, the guy in Yerushalayim, is and many others too. So yeah, Rosh Hashanah is serious. So then, well, how do we prepare for Rosh Hashanah? We aren't meant to be love Ashkharim, Ashkharim. We aren't meant to spend the time before Rosh Hashanah in depression, wearing black clothing, not eating, not sleeping, whatever it's going to be. Why? Why? It's a din. It's a din. So Pekhra Reza brings a, brings a pasuk in Ezra. And if you look in the context, it's an amazing principle. We shouldn't just think about this now, Rosh Hashanah. We should think about Rosh Hashanah itself. On the first Rosh Hashanah, Ezra comes back from Babel. He comes to Yerushalayim, and he sees that the Jewish people were being over in the land of Yisrael. They were being Mechal Shabbos, some of them had married Goyim. Serious things. So he calls everybody together in the Bez and and he gives them strong Musa. In Pepez, you can see what he says. And what happens? Everyone starts to cry. And now if we had been the ones to judge the situation, we would think, Ezra, excellent. That's exactly what you want people to do in Rosh Hashanah. You can bring everyone to cry about their various they've done, fantastic. What's better than that? What, when he sees that everyone starts to cry, what does Ezra say? He says, no. He says, go home. Eat good food, drink. Don't be sad. What's your strength is the fact that you're happy. The fact that you're happy with Hashem, that's what's going to keep you. That's your power, that's your strength. What you want them to do, that's what you brought them, to, that's what you brought them for. That's so what's the problem? They're all crying. Why, why, why are you going to stop that? And we see here Yisrael in Rosh Hashanah. We see Yisrael in Rosh Hashanah, and this is what the Torah says also. That is, Ayyfish al Is we prepare for Rosh Hashanah like a Yamtuf. We wear Yamtuf clothes, we make good food for Rosh Hashanah. And then from the Pazak, Ikhla Mashmani, Mushtam Antakim. Why? It's Yamadin. It's Yamadin. You know, what to be scared about? And the answer is, that's true, it's Yamadin. But, our avoidance in Rosh Hashanah, we're talking about Vedashim before Rosh Hashanah as well, our avoidance Rosh Hashanah, is not, we can't change the din. We can change the verdict. Mm-hmm. The verdict. We can't change the din, we can change the verdict. What's done is done. What we did last year, we did last year. What we didn't do, we didn't do. And if you're going to get pull, pulled into the base Mishpat of Shemayim and said, well, how many times did you battle Torah this year? And how many times did you say Shem Shemayim Vatari? And how many times did you, did you do whatever else the person does wrong? The facts are the facts. It's not so easy to change that. What we can deal with Rosh Hashanah is, we can change the verdict. The verdict. And if you look at the Dunbaring Rosh Hashanah, this is an important principle, we can think about it now, and that is that we don't deal with the din itself. We can't change that. The din is emes. And everything is written, everything is recorded, and you can't deny it, it's all there. So what's, what's written is written. And when it's decided, it's decided. What we can do is we can change the verdict. Because the way the Basin Shemada works is that the Basin Shemada, whatever force of Malachim, whatever it's going to be, it's the judge, judge. This is what the person did, this is what the person didn't do, this was the reasons he did it, this was the motivation he had, this was the temptation that there was, this is the, these are the facts. And now, like every court case here, there's firstly a decision, guilty or innocent. Now there's a second stage, the sentencing, what are we going to do with him? That second stage goes to Akadish Baruch. This is the this is the fact. This is what the person did this year. This is the amount of times he missed shachos of the million. This is the amount of times he was mivatel kavana in shmonesh or whatever it's going to be. Facts. These are the facts. Hakadosh Baruch What do we do with him? That's what we do in Rosh Hashanah. We don't deal with the fact with the with the with the with, what we, the, with the din, so to speak. We deal with the verdict. What's Hashem going to do with us? 
And the point of Rosh Hashanah is that we want HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be Mezake Aspidin. Which means, this is the facts, we're not denying that. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we want you to give us a Psaktin which is positive. How does Hashem do that? The facts speak for themselves. We have this concept, even in the world today. It's called a presidential pardon. If you have a president, a royal pardon, if you have a king. Right? So the facts can be the facts. The, the justice system, the, the judiciary can deal with the facts and make a verdict. But, whoever the ruling authority is, we can battle that. The fact that uh, the king or the prime minister or the president, whatever country you're in, isn't bound by the judicial system. If you want to pardon somebody, you can pardon them. Are oh, the facts? So, I can, I, I can go higher than that. Chazal say this. Chazal say, we talk about Kodesh Baruch and Rosh Hashanah as a melech. Because the melech isn't meshubat even to the Vesem Shalman. Hashem isn't meshubat to the Vesem Shalman. And therefore, this is the psak, this is what the person did. Kodesh Baruch Hu, you're a melech. And as a melech, you can, you can wave that. I'm thinking something else. You're talking about the din, we're talking about saving us from the din. And therefore, it's a possible. Ki Hashem shayfteinu. Hashem judges us. Hashem mechaykekeinu. The mechaykek is the, the rule, the rule book, the Torah. Hashem sets us up against the Torah. What have we done against, based on what the Torah wanted us to do? Again, it's a possible gift. Hashem shayfteinu. Hashem mechaykekeinu. Hashem malkeinu v'hu yeshienu. Hashem is our king and he can save us. The koyach of a king is that he can save somebody. The din is the din, the verdict is MS, but the sentence, the king can choose to forego that. And therefore, the avoid of Rosh Hashanah isn't to, to as much as dealing with what's going to be the decision of Beit Shemana. We can do each other, it helps for sure, but what's that, that, that pretty much is what's, what's done is done. The avoid of Rosh Hashanah is to appeal to Hashem as a king, because as a king, he can save us. And that's, an open, that's something which we can do. If you're going to go to the Moshe we gave before, in the marshal of the of the person who's on trial, and Chazal give this marshal. He said that the minute of a person is on trial, he doesn't know what the outcome of the case is going to be, and therefore he's understandably scared, and understanding is going to affect the way he acts. But if the person on trial happens to be the nephew of the king, he's not as scared because it's true he might have done things wrong, and it's true that uh, he's going to get sentenced. But you know he has an uncle. The uncle can get married in a second. He can pardon him. That's Be'etzim Rosh Hashanah. The Simcha of Rosh Hashanah is Chedvas Hashem Hima Ozchem. What's going to keep a strong Rosh Hashanah is the fact that Hashem is there to help us. The din is the din. The din is Amos. We're not changing that. But Lema'isa, we have an appeal to HaKadosh Baruch himself. HaKadosh Baruch we did what we did. That's not going to change. We'll try better next year. That's going to keep us avoided. Avoid of Tshuva. But Lema'isa, Rosh Hashanah, we did what we did. But as a king, you can save us. And therefore, the second avoid of Adam. And the second avoid of Adel is worked on that principle. HaKadosh, we're working towards Hashem being a king. Because in that context, we can, then that's what's, going to, that's what's going to help us overcome the din. We don't have time to bring the whole Zayar, but the Emes is the Zayar by Rechazkov and Pashas Emor in the Rayma Hemda. When he talks to Shoshana, this is one of the Yisraelis he explains. That Klayishos HaTzolon Rosh Hashanah isn't because we're going to overcome the Satan and prove that the din is wrong. The Sultan is 100% right. All the accusations going against the, bring against us are true. But we have a different answer. And that is, HaKadosh Baruch is working as a Melech. And if we appeal to Hashem as a Melech, and that is, give us a pardon. Give us a pardon. We'll try again next year, whatever it's going to be. Okay? And that overrides it then. And that's the second avoid. There's the avoid of Elul, which is preparation for Rosh Hashanah. There's the avoid of Elul, which is preparation for, for Yom Kippur. 
in preparation for your kippah is And the better we can show that we actually are doing children, we actually are making changes, the better young kippah is going to be. But the word of Shoshana is something else. It's the word of Malchus. It's the word of Malchus. I understand our Kodesh Baruch is the king because in that capacity he can override the day. And then the preparation for Shoshana is the more we mamlech HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the more we can rely on him. Chet Rosh Hashanah Yimu Ozchem, that's what's going to say us in the Rosh Hashanah.